You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. Hope everyone's having a great week. So if you enjoy my podcast and you want to get access to bonus episodes, follow me on Patreon. I have two tiers. My first tier, you get access to bonus episodes. And my second tier, you also get access to videos that you won't find anywhere else. I left the link in the show notes. So today's real crime story is about Diane Zaleski of Union, New Jersey. Diane was a legal secretary. She was single with no children. She moved into the same neighborhood as her brother and sister-in-law. November 18th, 2010, Diane was supposed to pick up her sister-in-law, Debbie, and take her to the doctor, but she didn't make it to her house. So Debbie called Diane's parents, and they went to her house. And that's when Diane's father discovered Diane's dead body. She was badly beaten and her face was bloody. She was partially naked and she had one sock on and no underwear. She was in a pool of toilet bowl cleaner. There were footprints that didn't match any of her shoes. And there was a six pack of beer in the fridge with two missing. So you're planning to hang out with some friends or go to the gym and you don't know what to wear. And you're so bored of all of your clothes. This is why Crystal Kiss offers a wicked selection of true crime merch to bring your wardrobe to life. From hoodies, leggings, and t-shirts to joggers, crop tops, and tank tops, Crystal Kiss has you covered. Make a fashion statement with Crystal Kiss. Check out crystalkiss.com today. There was also a pot of water on the stove. It appears somebody was comfortable enough to make pasta after they killed her. There was a sink filled with water, soap, and bleach. And there were remote controls in there, so the killer was probably trying to cover up evidence. The police found a slipper print in the main hallway next to the master bedroom in the fire extinguisher dust. In the master bedroom, they found more footprints, and blood was discovered throughout the house. Whoever killed her took a shower outside of the shower. There was no forced entry, so she probably let them in. The police spoke to the neighbor who helped Diane's father, and she told police that there were two children playing at a house across the street earlier that day. Police turned to the public for help. According to the autopsy results, Diane died about 24 hours before her body was found, and she was stabbed 44 times, and she was strangled. The police talked to everybody she knew. She was getting renovations done, so there were construction guys in her home. The police took swabs from all the construction guys. The police also searched Diane's home computer and found out that the killer attempted to buy a tablet and a computer with Diane's credit card after she was killed, but it was rejected. Whoever it was had tried to arrange for the items to be delivered to Diane's house, meaning they would have felt comfortable enough to go back to her house to collect the items after they were dropped off. The suspect also looked up pornography on her computer. 
the blood found at the crime scene contained Diane's and the killer's blood. But when they compared it to the DNA they collected, there was no match. If you're looking for true crime merch with a great fit and feel, look no further. Crystal Kiss has a wide selection of clothes to brighten up your wardrobe. I like to wear clothes that make a fashion statement and says something about me. Like, our true crime and chocolate design describes me very well. I love chocolate and I love watching true crime, so they go hand in hand. Our hoodies are so soft and can be paired with one of our true crime joggers to make a super comfy outfit. Our true crime t-shirts fit true to size and last several washes. For a night out, throw on a pair of heels with one of our true crime leggings and a crop top. Whatever you're doing, Crystal Kiss has you covered. You people in the US get free shipping when you order three or more items. You can also use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. Check out our wicked selection of true crime merch today at crystalkiss.com. The police spoke to the dance instructor at the dance studio where she spent a lot of her time. And he gave the police a list of the names of the people in the class. All of her dance partners were contacted to give a DNA sample, but none of them were a match. And Diane had several online dating profiles. Then one of Diane's friends went to the police station. She told the police about one of Diane's old boyfriends. So police talked to Diane's brother and he told them that her old boyfriend wanted to marry her. They met when she moved into a building he owned and he started buying her gifts. His brother owned a warehouse close to where Diane lived. The police found out that he beat his wife. The police talked to him and he denied knowing Diane. Even though she rented an apartment from him for a year, the police brought him down to the station and he admitted to knowing her and he gave them a DNA sample. He told police that about a week before she was killed, he was at her house and had a couple of beers. He refused to give them a DNA sample. They examined her underwear and her brother's DNA was found. But his wife said that she and Diane did laundry together sometimes. Also, Ron's DNA was not a match to the blood. A woman from Massachusetts said that she was communicating with Arnell on Facebook, where he talked about having committed murder and gave her some shocking details. Therefore, she looked him up, found Diane's case and chose to report it to the police. Subsequently, officers uncovered that Diane often hired teenagers to do her chores, and Arnell, who was staying in his mother's basement at the time, standing at five foot two, was often mistaken for one. He was brought in for interrogation shortly after, where he gave a DNA sample, which was a match to the blood. Arnell Yearwood maintained his innocence until he was charged and arrested for murder in 2012. That's when he conceded that Diane Zaleski had in fact asked him to do some chores in her home, following which he proposed a romantic relationship. Arnold said that he snapped and began stabbing her with a pair of scissors before the strangulation because she turned him down. He dragged her body to the basement and left her there, and then cleaned this crime scene and even made himself something to eat. Who does that? In 2014, Arnell pleaded guilty to murder and was handed the maximum sentence of 30 years behind bars without the possibility of parole. Hence, at the age of 36, he's currently incarcerated at the New Jersey State Prison in Trenton, where he's expected to remain until April 9, 2042. Wow, that's crazy. Obviously, this guy does not take rejection very well.
Oh, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like it, please share it. Sharing is caring. Don't forget to follow me on Patreon if you're interested in bonus episodes and more. I left the link in the show notes. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks, for more real crime stories. I also started a new YouTube channel, Wendy's ASMR. So if you're into ASMR or you have trouble sleeping, check out my new channel. I left the link in the show notes. Join me again on Murder Speaks. Thanks. Bye.